Here we go, spring of 2021. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode 110, and we are joined with Mr. Buck Killer himself, Jed Domke, who drained a 150-plus buck over the weekend. We also talked to another stud eight-point killer, and Weston had maybe the downest of weekends that one could possibly have. So I am joined with Weston and Jed. Jed, yeah. get the, well, congratulations. Thank you. That's what you get when we talk about you grind and you grind and you grind and you keep hunting and then shit like that happens. Mm-hmm. Just put the smack down Friday night. A Friday night spook buck in the coolies of the Driftless. <laughs> yeah. Got a dom key arrow put through it. Yeah, both And lines. that thing. Yeah. Uh. That thing drugged that tape. Less. That thing drugged that tape over 150 inches. It's a stud. It Mainframe eight too. And just the one, right? Just the one kicker. Oh, it's got like a, it's got two kickers. Oh, there's another. Yeah, yeah, we just talked about that thing all day long. A perfect eight pointer. Oh yeah. 148 inches. <laughs> so he's two inch size of one. Like that's what I'm saying. When you say you, you want to talk about an eight pointer that's pushing 150. It's pretty legit deer. That's a big fucking deer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big deer. And that's a big deer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Tricked you! Tricked you! He's been sitting in, Weston Larson's been sitting in this room for an hour and hasn't noticed that this deer is hanging on the wall. No, I have not. <laughs> Dark. Dark chocolate. chocolate. Oh yeah. Looks like a bark of a tree. He's got so many grooves and indentations <laughs> in the main base of this. Giant southwest what south southwestern Wisconsin brute. We're looking at about three to five inch brow tines, 11. ten to fourteen inch twos, I'd say 11. eleven and a half yeah. or eleven and three quarters and twelve and an eighth. Those are the twos, and then the threes. Yeah, I don't remember. Like Tens, nine, 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 ten, nine and a half, ten. Yep, got a outward sweeping with a little inner oh, sweep towards the end coming close end of the main beam oh, i like that too 18 inches wide <laughs> killed friday night by jed domke come on now this was the weekend to be out we talked about it for a while when this shit breaks loose when something breaks up this warm air, warm everything for weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh, and by the way, it just happens to fall in the 20s, not like the single digits or the teens of October. This is shit that happens. Mm-hmm. There were some giants put down over the weekend. Yes, there was. There was some giants. It seemed like every night your phone just goes off and another buddy from yeah. a different area Somebody you know. is texting you a picture of of either them or their buddy sitting behind a big buck. Yeah. Yep. Because there was a long time in season where we just did, it wasn't many. It just wasn't those normal yeah. 
kills that you see. But it made up for it this weekend, especially being early 20s in October. It was it was definitely a special weekend. The weather was insane, as good as you could get. Mm-hmm. We're rolling right into it. We're into the serious stuff now. There's not much strategy. Last couple of days of October, and then we're into the wild nest. We're into the beast. The that thing is. that we have no control over. <laughs> Which is a problem for you. <laughs> hey, hey. Got a few days left. Yeah. Here's the deal, though, with the rut. The next 20 days of this year move by at a snail's pace if you're hunting. Oh, yeah. It's the most obnoxious like, thing You ever. look back on it, November 1st and November 11th are completely different days in, in uh, like, retrospective, like, thought. Like, November 11th, all those hunts seem like you're... You've been grinding forever. Yeah, you're beat down. <laughs> you beat down. You're like drained. November first, you're like, shoot, I can't believe we just got to November. Yeah, and, and then like it seems like a year later. It's November. It's a year 11th. later, yeah. But you got the job done, which you have so many times before. This is a little earlier than this usual. Is, though. This yeah, is pretty early. For usually, me. you're but taking I, it like the last few days yep, of October. Yep. I think honestly, I think that this is just an early year. Like yeah, just how like everything corn, lined up. There. The corn got done early, and yeah. I'm st- I'm I have a theory now that the rut like begins when half of the corn is gone. Mm. I'm gonna be paying attention to that for the next several years. That is interesting. That's an interesting thought. Either because I would say right now like half of the corn in this area is down. Yeah, I'd say at least. Maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly more. Yeah. In my area right now, it's half. Yeah, I've seen a drop off in movement, which is weird. I've lost some bucks, but I think they're just hitting. Probably because there's a lot of cut corners. Yeah, they're just hitting that newly fresh stuff that it only lasts for so long. Mm -hmm. So I would say I could get behind on that. It's something that I'm going to be paying a lot of attention to. Yeah, it's something that I just well, don't. I mean, it could definitely be a contributing factor. No, I, I like. Not I don't think it's a contributing factor. I just think it's like whatever triggers them is related to like. There's just some parallel there that is probably scientifically way over my head, <laughs> and but it's just like an indicator well, yeah, that I, I can I mean, use. Those like think about how it normally works out on a normal year. You're into November, right? And so is the corn harvest, right? It's just. I think it's just annoying to me because sometimes I don't like to admit this because it just doesn't make that much sense to me to like considering the fact that there's just no nutritional stuff out there and it's just, I don't know, but it just, I think it eliminates so much cover. The corn. Yeah. That it just incites movement and there's movement that's taking place that. Do you think that the movement has been there? It's just, it's been in a a forest that you can't see. No, I think, I think the way the weather hit, we're in the 20s of October, like all of it's working together. It was just a perfect storm, yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, we had, it was a, that was the longest stretch I ever remember of that much just stagnant, weather. like Constant warm weather, 60s, 70s, yeah. And and never and, dipping it like and never hot lows dip. or like yeah. warm lows. We just never legitimately in, like, got like the second ever, frost. Rarely ever into the 40s, even. Yeah. At night. Yeah. For a month. first, it was hard insane. Frost. Like, that was 100% the first, first hard, hard frost. frost. And now I already feel like, I don't know, we're going to slip right into it quick, though. 
Into 20s what? next week, like winter. Oh, yeah. Yep. Nah, I bet gun season's going to be hot. I hope so. I've been just getting beat up by this cold last... Today was like... I was like f- shivering. So it's going to be even colder in the morning than it was this morning. Tomorrow morning? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be warm the next few days, though. Like 50s. But then we're gonna not going to get 50s much anymore. Right. First week of November is looking 20s and 40s. Perfect. Yeah, you're, it's going to be nuts. Mm-hmm. It's not going to stop. I don't really need to even do the the weekly report. It's just going to be... Go. I know there's rain coming Wednesday, Thursday. So I'm going to try to do a bunch of work stuff. And then from there on out, the weekend's going to be a little warmer. But Yeah, well, 57 Saturday, 48 Sunday. Yeah, and then, yeah, Sundays. Something happens Saturday to Sunday that... And then we slip right into a like four like mid forties, lows in the twenties. Yep. And that's the first week of November. It's just it's gonna be a beautiful week too, it looks like. Give me that. Give me sunny skies, forties, fifties. I like that. Last year was too warm. I did feel like the movement was suppressed somewhat. Just I don't know. A little. If there's a sweet spot where we might hit it. <clears throat> Give me frosty mornings, but also give me nice 45 sunny afternoons. Yeah, tough to beat. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So let's get into the story. Okay. Or do you want to beat up Weston first? Oh, let's beat up Weston. Yeah, let's let's get it done with. (laughs) Let's not end with it. Let's start with it. So Weston feels as though he has some emotional connection to a buck. His first in his life. Oh, how so cute. It's like the first little <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah, is it, th- that buck was your high school sweetheart. It's literally the exact same it's thing. It's a great white buffalo. Thought you were going to marry And maybe, her. maybe, but it might have been a girl that didn't even really consider him his her boyfriend. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. Just flirt. Yeah. Just flirted with him. This was sometimes. a one. This was yeah, definitely a like one. Yeah, and he took it too far and was like, we're dating. This yeah. was like, a, wait this a, was a like, one. Whoa, 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 whoa. This was very one-sided. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was very one-sided. So, like, Weston... <laughs> Weston's very rare uh, frequent flyer shows up once or twice a year type buck got killed. And okay, it's no. a dandy. Here's the deal. But he, no, 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 no. then he was acting all emotional about it. He's like, I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm depressed. I mean, it just took the wind out of the sails a little bit. And then he goes, or I said, how many times have you even had that buck on camera before? What are you talking about? Like six? And he's like, no, 12. <laughs> I thought you meant this year, not all time. How many times last okay, year? Okay, so the last few years, he's been like very spotty. This year. Yeah, it seemed like he was more regular. He was more regular. And I don't know if it just has to do with him being probably quite this, a bit older. Probably has to do with this. Wasn't, well, maybe. But probably has to do with the fact that the cell cams were there and you that weren't too. waddling your asses up in there and like touching stuff all the time. Yeah, I mean, and. I mean, a, not saying you waddle. I'm not saying that. I don't. <laughs> Wasn't even waddle. talking directly about you. <laughs> and, the, and there was there's uh, no cattle <clears throat> this year, so I don't know if that's a contributing factor as to why he's more comfortable. Oh God, I can't imagine around. how thick that place must be. Like too thick. Um, but yes, he was shot by the neighbor. Yeah, she's a stud. She is a stud. Dominated in every aspect of your life. Yeah. She owns your soul, like, yeah. as I said publicly on Instagram. Yes, you did say that. She thought that was did funny. It, did it end up getting that. scored? 
Uh, they not yet. Apparently, you have to like wait. Yeah. Before it gets officially Tec- scored. Yeah. Oh, but they, they, yeah, like they, yeah, booner, they scored like official it booner. unofficially right around 190. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Oh, it definitely is. For a bucket, <laughs> you would have crumbled, dude. What would you possibly okay, have done? So let's just, I'll just slip you through. Like yeah, a she's real, a stone cold killer. She though. is. It's insane. Okay. I'll just put you through like to make a long story short. Okay. She hunted, they have, what, 40 acres behind her mm-hmm. parents' house. Mm-hmm. They had some daylight pictures of this buck. Like, okay. They don't, they rarely gets hunted. I think she might be the only one that really hunts it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and God. she slipped up to a stand that was, like, on the uh, top third of a hill. And he came right behind a doe. And she shot him at twenty yards and double longed him and he went forty yards. <laughs> here's the here's the kicker. Yeah, man. Here's the thing that Hey, like, do little, let's do a little uh, celebratory in, thing for yep. our friend. Congrats, Abby. Well, not, That's awesome. Not with you. Yeah. Well, anyways. You're mad at her. She watched yeah. <laughs> Livid. She watched it for ten minutes. Claims that she did not shake one time. Yeah. She's a fucking stone cold yeah, killer. That's a, Ever that's heard a, of it? That's I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking with her husband. Do. I'm talking with her husband. Also, a very good friend of mine. And he's like, "Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to pull the fucking bull back." I was like, <laughs> "Me?" I was like, "I sh- like got fucking buck fever when I saw the trail cam pictures pop up on my phone." I was like, "I can't imagine." Just a fucking freak, man. Could that, have been like that. Is that is like a thing that happens to females less than males? Is like the whole buck fever thing. It's it's like a scientific fact. Don't understand it. I mean, just a freak. I woke up. I was fully planning to <clears throat> take the north wind, and I was going to do me and Taylor had talked about. I was going to cut up and was going to try to catch him hitting this grate that he'd hit a couple times. Um, and I got I woke up at 2.30, had to pee, had a text from – my brother that said, go check so-and-so's um, Snapchat story. I checked it, saw that she had murdered this deer. Didn't go back to sleep. Yeah, of course not. Couldn't fall back to sleep. No, nor should you. Have. Was like very sad, you know, very like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is fucking dumb. But also very happy. Yeah, for it's her. impossible not to be. If you weren't happy, we'd have a have to have a talking. Yeah. I mean, not a better person that could have killed it. If it wasn't me or my brother or my uncle, I'd rather it be her. This is definitely so. something that can be a problematic amongst people in the hunting industry. Yeah. Hunting people. Right. And, like, that's – that's what I saw – I was like, hey, <clears throat> care if I, like, come over and check it out? Okay, creep. The next day? <laughs> yeah, She's like, weirdo. yeah. She's like, yeah, we're going to be caping it out. You need to come over and take a look. I was like, okay. So I, like, went over there, chatted about it, got the story, you know, whatever. I was like – they were like done caping it out, and I was like looking at it. And she goes, "You can hold it if you want." <laughs> I, was like, you I was like, "You don't care? Can I touch it?" <laughs> she's like, "She's like, yeah, go ahead." And I'm just like, "Unreal." I was like, "Do you guys? The only, the only thing that I didn't agree with the entire situation is they didn't get any sick morning pictures all in morning." But that's fine. Yeah, but think about it. Here's the deal. 
They're hard to do. It's hard to get. Like I didn't do it. I know you didn't. Yeah, Jed's a. It was just like. About that. It was I just like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, just like it's not just that into like, it. Yeah. yeah, it's just like. Well, and she also yeah. said that. She's like, yeah. She's like, we didn't want to like risk it, so we came down. We like waited for like four hours, and she goes, she goes, I think I drank like eight beers in four hours. <laughs> She's like, I was so nervous. She yeah, didn't see it nervous. tip over. No. Oh. It went just over the crest of a hill. Sure. And so she's like, I just. Like, oh yeah, dude, nightmare. Pins yeah. and needles. But it went down closer to the house. So like, whatever, easier right. for her. Laying right forty yards, like yep. right over the, like no doubt or double long. I saw the entry hole. I was like, <clears throat> smoked it. Yeah. But yeah, like awesome for her. The world class deer. I mean. Yeah, it is. Yep. It's it's good for you. I mean, you had it on trail camera too. Yeah. Like you I was were... like, hey, if you don't have any pictures of it, like I can send you some. And like, <laughs> pretend like there you are. She goes, oh, we have some. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I well, yeah, I did I've have had, a little bit of an emotional attachment. Attachment. Yeah. Well, that'll camera. learn you. Yeah. That's what trail cams do. <clears throat> that's another thing. I love cell cams. I love being able to get the intel, seeing like what's where. But I also hate knowing what you miss. And, like, when you miss it. I also have a hard time understanding, like, the difference between getting pictures actively, like, in the moment, and then trying to check them after the fact. And, like, knowing the difference of whether or not a camera is good. Because when you're getting oh. them on a daily, it's so weird. It, like, you're, <clears throat> how you receive them is so differently. Well, yeah, they're just like, boom, it's there. And you're like, oh, there's a deer there two minutes ago. And then you go through, like, a normal camera like, where you just pull a card. And you're skipping through pictures. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this camera's pretty hot. They go lots of pictures. Lots of pictures. But then you go back through and it's like, there's been two, three days without any and you don't notice it. But yeah. if you, on your cell cam, like, you notice that. If you're you like, what the hell is going on back there? Is the camera broken? I had two cameras break today, Tacticams. So, beautiful story. I, uh, I had always seen that I had two more cameras marked in my Tacticam app and I thought I just had marked them wrong. <laughs> I'm like, I think I only have four. Well, I drove out uh, to a spot in Benyet this year and um, lifted my binoculars up to a spot where I had a trail camera last year, and there's a Tacticam sitting there. I'm like, what the hell? So I go down there and grab it. I'm like, shit, I can't believe I didn't grab this. Go to another spot. There's another one there. Just deader, awesome, right? Deader than doornail, obviously. Yeah. Awesome, right? So then I go to set them out. Well... I had it in my pocket. Break a fucking antenna. Oh, no, come on. Yeah, that's a rookie move. Sucks. So I go place the one. Mm-hmm. Then I go check a different tactic cam that I had realized hadn't been taking pictures lately. Antenna snapped off. It had gotten fucking bulldozed by a buck or something, and the antenna snapped off. Mm. Come on. Could be a squirrel, too. I heard of that. Squirrels? Yeah, I suppose. Snapping off the yeah. antennas. Really? They make, like, rubber ones. They're $2 more than the original antennas so they're meant to not like snap off i would think you'd want something that was meant not to snap off in the first place <laughs> well you would think so <clears throat> so uh break even on the old tactic cams today <laughs> <laughs> thought i gained two but quickly lost two because yeah, that happened at our lease uh, one of the other guys has snapped off but he goes bad news Antenna snapped. Good news, still have a moderate signal. Well, the whole the thing was sitting <laughs> on a stand. Well, a squirrel probably would knock it over. That seems unlikely. So it was like it was like in a field on one of those like. Sticks. I mean, it very well could have got 
pulled over. Yeah, too. I could have. Uh, but I also didn't get a picture of a deer. I usually get pictures of deer if you if they're gonna attack your camera. You would maybe attacked it from the backside. He did. So I was lying, but you would think I would have gotten something from him, like circling it, because mm-hmm. it was it was like knocked over at one point. That's why I knew it was messed up. Yeah, but I think it was flattened today. Hmm. I also had a weird situation where I found a hose that had been severed <laughs> in a the hose? pasture that I know for a fact that did not mow over, but it looked like it got mowed over. I can't figure it out. Like, what animal would go out and claw a hose? Plenty of animals, man. I don't know. Yeah, but it's weird. Claw it or chewed it? It looks like it got... I don't know, man. (laughs) It looks like a mower hit it, but I know a mower didn't hit it. Because I know exactly where it was. Hmm. Very confusing. And there wasn't water running through it, so it couldn't have frozen and bursted or anything. And it wouldn't have, probably. At least my other ones didn't. Hmm. Who knows? I don't. Very interesting. All right. Wesson's life sucks. Let's get to Jed's good life. My life is awesome. Let's get this podcast back on the right track. Yeah. Crack another uh, high life. Okay, so. (laughs) So Friday, get done with work a little early. Uh, Call up my buddy, Jerob. I was like, hey, man, where are you going? He's like, uh, Richland County, you should meet me. I'm like, all right. I'm like, where are you going? He goes, oh, I'm going to this side. I think you should go to uh, to that backside where you, where you killed your buck last year. He's like, you owe it. You owe it a few sits. I'm like, well, I mean, really, like, I sat a bunch of sits there last year before killing the buck, so I think me and that spot are even. You know, He goes, nope, you fucking owe it. Just get your ass back there and, and deal with not seeing deer. You owe it. I'm like, yeah, fair. I'll do it. So I get there. Corn was picked. Mm. So I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm sitting here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Freshly. Freshly. Like, looked like that day. <clears throat> but Buddy had left, like, two little chunks. But the, the combine was, like, on the other side of the farm at this point. So I'm like, I don't know. Clearly he's going to, like, leave those. I don't know. Cool. So I start walking back there. And it's a pretty long hike, and I, like, come up over a hill, and here's a tractor and a grain bin, or a grain cart parked back there. And I'm like, ah, maybe they are coming back. And I'm like, well, whatever. As long as he doesn't come, like, the last hour of day, like, there isn't that much left, you know? Like, he's going to be, like, here and gone in 20 minutes. One swipe through. Yeah, it was, like, five. So I was like, whatever. So I'm just getting to the tree because I'm hunting out of a saddle um, that I was planning on, like, hunting out of. And I hear a UTV come racing across the field. It's the farmer and another dude, and they're picking up the grain cart. And I'm like, oh, sweet. They're they're leaving. Like, cool. Mm-hmm. And when, you know what? There's a little buck out in the field at this time already. This is at, like, 4 o'clock. I'm like, well, I'm in for a good night if oh, there's yeah. deer in the field already. Can't control themselves. Yeah, I'm like, this is awesome. So the grain cart, like, spins around and leaves. And I get settled in, and uh, about 5 o'clock, I hear the combine coming back. I'm like, well, at least it ain't 6 o'clock. Yeah. So 
I get to listen to a really loud combine pass by me at 30 yards, which is like, whatever, no big deal. Did you wave? Oh, yeah, he had no clue I was there. You didn't wave? Yeah, I waved. He didn't pick up on it? Yeah, he was just staring at the corn that he was combining. (laughs) Um, And so he's like, whatever, gets done, leaves. And it was like 5.20 when he left. And uh, and I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll, I'm going to give it like 10 minutes, and at 5.30 I'm going to like grunt and rattle, see what happens. So grunted and rattled, nothing. So, so now it's like getting on towards 6, and I'm like getting depressed. Because I was like, man, I was seeing deer at 4.30, and now I'm seeing nothing, like this bullshit. Well, 6 o'clock rolls around, and down below me in the woods, I can hear what I think is a grunt. I'm like, "Ah, maybe I should grunt back. And then I hear something behind me, and I look, and here comes two does and two fawns. And I was like, well... If that big fat doe there comes to within bow distance of me, I'm going to have to kill her. Like, whatever, that grunt is probably not a grunt. No big deal. Oh, those grunts just fuck with your head. Yeah. They do. Yeah. So You, you can think of a million other things what it could have been. So the the fawn is in the lead, obviously. So that's just got to happen. And I was like, no, I'm not shooting you. Like, not when there's a doe, like, 10 yards behind you, that's three times your size. Um, and I'm pretty happy that I didn't shoot her. Yeah, yeah. thank God. I can imagine you yeah. would be. Well, she comes in to play a pretty significant part of this. Mm-hmm. So she gets, like, four yards away from my tree. And I just so happen to, like, look back down the field edge the other way, and I can see a big-bodied deer with its head, like, moving back and forth along the edge of the woods. I'm like, oh, that's a buck making a scrape. So I pull the binos up, and he's like, he's like, his ass is towards me, so I can't see what he is. And all of a sudden, the head whips up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I want to kill you. <laughs> nice deer. Yeah, like, that's, <clears throat> like, I didn't count points. I didn't, like, I just saw frame. Like, yep. head picks up, whips around, I'm like, ugh. Stuff the binos back in the harness, and now I'm like... You didn't really make that noise out loud, did you? No. Okay, that was good. That was in my head. And then in my head, I also said, fuck, I really want to grunt at this deer, but I really don't think that's a good idea with four deer within 15 yards of me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, ugh. I guess it's just going to have to be natural. Like, if if it's meant to be, it's going to happen, you know? And um, you couldn't control it? No, I couldn't. Oh. But then that lead doe or that lead fawn, mm-hmm. she did me a solid. Because I was like, okay, if like the rut is actually picking up around here, like I think it is, <coughs> he's gonna look over here and see these four live decoys that I got out in front of me, and come sprinting in. He's gonna figure out. Gonna so at this point, you don't think he had noticed them? No, because he was like, because he had his ass was to me making that scrape, and then he like just started to go basically directly away from me um feeding out into the pit cornfield in the broad daylight it's six o'clock so it's like Dusk. last yeah, half, half hour. hour okay um so 
he like turns and looks in my direction. I'm like, fuck yeah. And he like, I can see him like kind of do the like head weave type deal. And then he just like puts his head back down and starts feeding. That fawn bleated. He's like, Nyeh. he picks his head up, whips it around, looks and just full on marches to me. Well, to the, to the fawn. And uh, I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to happen. So I get to full draw. He's got to pass through, like, there's, a, there's like, an overhanging branch uh, out into the field that he's got to, like, come through. Not come through, but, like, get past so that I can shoot. And he's moving, like, fast. Like, you're, you're 30 yards off the field, you said? No, I'm, like, right off the field. Oh, okay. Like, first tree in the, on the wood line. Okay. Um. And, uh, um, he, there's like one row of corn that they missed along the edge of the field. And there's like a spot where there's probably like three feet with no corn plants. And then another like eight feet of corn and then another three foot gap. Well, he was moving way too fast for me to feel comfortable just shooting at him like on that walk. Um, so I, meh. At him as he's going past the first one, and he had no like no reaction to it. So I blacked out. So I did it louder, and he like comes to a stop, like kind of picks his head up, like what the fuck was that? And he was behind, like he was in that stretch of eight feet of of corn, but, but like <clears throat> I would be shooting through just the top of the tassels. So I was like, yeah, no, I can I can make this work, and uh, just put my twenty yard pin where I wanted it, and so he was in the field. He was in the field, yeah, like 12 yards, 12 to 15 yards away from me. And, uh, yeah, touched touched the trigger off on the release and um, heard it hit. And he, like, kind of did a little, like, half moon running through the field and, like, starts angling back towards the woods. And then he stops and, like, starts walking slowly, hunched up. Hunched up. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? Did I just hit him in the guts? She's thinking gut shot. Yeah. I'm like, how does, like, no. I could not have hit him in the guts. Like, no. And then he stops. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's, like, at this point, I can just see his feet because there's another, like, branch sticking out into the cornfield. And all of a sudden, like, I hear a bunch of rustling. And I'm like, did I just see his fucking white belly appear where his feet just were? I'm like, no way. And I like, so I'm in my saddle and I like, I'm leaned way over, like with my head by my feet at this point. And I'm like, there's a fucking white belly laying in the cornfield. No way. And then I started shaking uncontrollably <laughs> for like 15 minutes. Yes. The old buck fever. Yep. Yep. Well, it's just not. It's just very difficult to script anything cooler than that. Oh That's yeah, just it was, the way it's supposed to go. Yeah, and yeah, then I mean, like when you imagine a perfect hunt in your mind. Okay, so as I sh- like after I shot and he was like running across the cornfield, my first thought was, I hope he's as big as I thought he was, because <laughs> like I had just had a conversation at work with a guy about ground shrinkage. And how his buddy had just shot a deer and, like, walked up on it. It was a giant. And you're like, oh, no, it's not a giant. Yeah. (laughs) Like, 
Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Right. I think your situation is kind of on the rare side. Yeah. So, like, so I called Jared, and he's like, "Did you shoot one?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Booner?" I'm like, "Nah, I don't think he's a booner, but like, he's actually pretty fucking nice, I think." And he's like, "Well, is he dead?" I'm like, "I think so. I don't know." He's like, "All right, well." Playing with him a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> fucking with him. Um, and he's like, "All right, well, should I like come get you?" I'm like, "Yeah, you might as well just drive my truck up here because like I'm pretty sure he's dead, you know." Um, and he's like, "All right, stay in the stand until I get there." I'm like, "Yep, I will." Okay, Dad. Yes, Master. Yeah, I did not stay <laughs> yeah. in the stand until he got me, because he decided to go and like check and move three trail cameras. So I was just like, "Not gonna happen." Yeah, at that point, yeah, I was let me like, just sit here in the dark forever. Yeah, at, and then I was just like, "Yeah, dude, fuck off." Like, With a white belly that I'm ninety-eight uh, percent sure. Yeah. Is this so I'm like, "All right, fuck it, I'm getting down. Like, I can't handle this anymore." Yeah. So I like take off the actual like, while well, I put the alignment like the climbing rope on and like climb down and i took two steps down and i could just plain as day see a white belly laying in the corn i'm like fuck yeah man <laughs> awesome no track job this is so cool yeah so i like get all my stuff down and i'm like packing up and i'm like okay i can't fucking deal with this anymore yeah, just leave your shit yeah i just like <laughs> left it all lay there and i walked out and i just had to had to go look and I, as I'm walking up, I'm like, oh, my God, there is not ground shrinkage. No, he's not. This is awesome. And then, um, yeah, that was that. That's fucking awesome. It's an awesome buck. Pretty crazy story. Yeah. Just <clears throat> you have more chances to have nights like that when you're in the stand. And here's the deal. More times. You fucking called your shot, too. I don't know if you realize that. No. <clears throat> Earlier that day, I had sent Oh, a, that's right. <clears throat> I did, didn't I? I had sent a picture of a buck that was killed by a buddy of mine that morning, Friday morning. And Jed says, I don't remember the exact words. I do. Yeah, okay. I do. What I said was, well, I'm heading to the stand. going to put that fucker to shame. Yep, I'm going to put that fucker to shame. I don't think I did. You didn't, but you came pretty fucking close. Right. So, well, to put him to shame would have been a tall, tall order. Yeah. Yeah, he shot a fucking nice, very nice deer. Yeah. God. Also a mainframe. <clears throat> yeah. Very cool. There isn't much, like, cooler than just a Booner 8. Well, I don't, I don't yeah, think Booner 8 would be really cool. Booner, okay, but, but you know what I'm saying. Yes, just like a, like fucking, a tank of an 8 a tank is eight. A tank very eight. That's cool. That's a better word. Yeah. A 158 is awesome. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen one in person. Well, I, that's a lie. I did see one before. <clears throat> Would you say it was 155? Yep. I mean, that's pretty rough. Yeah, well, did you round up or round down? I just like, <laughs> no, I like. I know. I'm yeah, I don't know. Guess what? Two, who cares? Two yeah. eighth inch. Yeah, who does So care? somewhere between 150 and 157. Mm-hmm. Or 60. 150, 160. Yeah, there you go. Mid 150. Yeah, you could have missed some. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> like, I'm just guessing. Right. I mean, with a tape measure, but. <clears throat> a lot of guessing. Right. Um, so then, uh, you know, did the uh, obligatory text messages and stuff like that. And then, of course, you know, my phone dies. 
Oh. oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, like why there was a. I was like, oh, Jed's just gonna be fucking super cool, like tough about this. Yeah, I'm just like, Ugh. why? What do you say? Nothing. Well, I was just like, spanked one, and then there was like a big dead silence for probably like an hour. Yeah, until like, oh, my phone okay. got charged. I'm texting him like, like I didn't know where he was, so I'm like, I'm like, you need help tracking it? Like, uh, I'm like pumped. I'm like, let's go. You know, I like an hour. I'm like, okay, well, fuck Jed then. <laughs> Hour later, he's like, he's like, no, it only went forty point eight yards. Or it's forty point eight yards away. Would something. you have been available to track? Yeah, very available. Oh, oh, yeah. No. So, so I went and uh, stood where my arrow was stuck in the dirt. I had already actually told the family I was like, I'm going to track Jed's deer with him. Nice. I went and stood, get the invite. stood where it was did, and uh, used my track? laser rangefinder <laughs> to see just how far the deer went. Forty point eight yards. <laughs> nice. I mean, that's that's straight line, you know. And he did a little half moon crescent deal, so he I mean, might have traveled forty seven from, from shot to place of death. Yeah, in 40, a straight line, forty point eight yards. Yeah, that's a good shot. Yeah, double long, double long, double long. Yeah, and like when you look at it, it seems like weird to me um, that I got both lungs and. And especially like where in the lungs, um, the hole was, from from the broadhead, because it was like dead center of the lungs. But if you were to look at it when it was hanging there, um, you'd be like, "Wow, that's pretty high in back." Um, which well, just I think something happens when the lens <clears throat> hanging. Like it just looks different. <clears throat> yeah, but those I mean, like never look. Even right. even when like I was reaching in, because it was in the like the back third of the rib cage. <laughs> Hmm. <clears throat> he, he wasn't quartering away at all. He was quartering away a little bit, but like. So you had, you were your arrow was in the back third of the rib cage. Yeah. And you grazed the back ends of the lungs or what? No, yeah. it was like That's right center. in the middle of the lungs. Middle, middle. Yeah. I mean, no, like as far as front and back, it was in the middle. It was still like in the upper, upper like high. upper third of the rib. How high in the, the tree lungs. were you? Three climbing well, I'm saying, sticks. Like, do you think just middle middle on the body then? I think a little bit forward of middle middle, like not quite like a bear, but I don't think you need to hug the the shoulder as much as like clearly on that one, anyways. Yeah. Well, you quartering away. Uh, yeah. Uh, but he was quartering towards me. Ooh. Oh, he was quartering towards you. Yeah. I thought you said you said that he was quartering. Oh, away. sorry. No, he Quartered was quartering towards, towards me. Oh, well then that. So is, the exit, is, the so exit was like. <clears throat> The exit was in like the in between the like second rib in and the third rib in, and the entrance was like in between the fourth and fifth rib in from the back. From the back. Yeah, which is pretty far back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like quite a way. Like when I when I saw him tip over, then I was like, oh my god, I must have been like just barely in front of the front shoulder, and like back out through like you know. Yeah, I think that's like, I think you're literally describing the middle of his body. Yeah. And you still had some room to work with. Yeah. Which is wild. The only, I mean, unless it probably like, should be the aiming spot. I mean, unless it's really close. Yeah. I mean,. Unless no, I think I think between of, I think between where I hit and the shoulder blade is where you should aim, because like that that way you're getting the most, yeah, like yeah, uh, 
that's the word I'm looking for. The, the most insurance within, room. If they're within 15 oh, okay. and you have a bowl that you like and a broadhead you like, that kind of eliminates a lot of issues. Yeah. Too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what kind of broadhead I like, was do, using. The, the real question is, like, do you trust driving one through a shoulder? And there isn't very many that do. I, Unless you got heavy arrow with. Well, like, I, fixed I was blade. shooting a 200 grain cutthroat, okay. which is a two blade single bevel. Yeah. Just penetrating machine. I mean, it's it's made for that fucker rips through bones. Yeah, yeah. It, it. I mean, it's like made oh, for right. traditional you, you, arrows. <clears throat> Ooh, you like using that on your bow then? I do. I don't think I like the two hundred grain because I think that's a little too heavy. Maybe like one fifty. Uh, yeah, they make one twenty fives, one fifties, and two hundreds, and like the two hundreds are just a little heavy. Well, because like then your pin gaps are so big. You know, like between thirty and forty and right. forty and fifty, well, it's just yeah. like then then you almost need to set your pins at five yard increments. And I'm sorry, but that's not the point of having a compound bowl. Yeah, you know, right. And I also think that like you can still do the same thing with a one twenty five or one fifty. Mm-hmm. So in the next year, uh, leading up to it, I'm gonna be doing some playing with with uh, what I can get for pin gaps. The and, hunting public guys. All majority of them shoot heavier setups with single bevel. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they're the best penetrating yeah. broadhead out there. And they're all about. I mean, like, there's people out there that are speed freaks, mm-hmm. but like, unless you're out west or something, a lot it gives you more room for yeah driving shit for air through too. I mean, brush sometimes. Like not brush, but a ten yard shot through some foliage won't destroy it. Right. Yeah, I can't imagine. Or grass or something. Right. I can't imagine trying to shoot an expandable through anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I've I've pretty much come to the conclusion that I'm that I'm done with them. Mm-hmm. With expandables? Done yeah. with expandables? Yep. Except for maybe turkeys. Yeah, I think well, yeah. Turkeys just because there's a lot less room for error. Yeah, with and and like I'm not looking for a pass through. I'm just looking for cut. Yeah, you know exactly. Yep. Well, and especially because like I'm planning on drawing an elk tag next year, um, and that's all about penetration. And th- yeah, like I would never consider an expandable for an elk hunt. So, like I don't feel like trying. I don't feel like whoa. Okay. Um, Bo just got a little excited there. I don't feel like uh, trying to like switch between between hunts you know might as well get one and run it lee talked me into it i want to go fix blade now and i want to get these heavier aerial arrows i like uh you're like combining the traditional archery and the compound stuff so it and it what was the blood trail like uh not great i guess not i don't know nice so then from there the next day more good news flew through the weekend we're joined here with uh, Jared Dinar. Jared, you were the hunting partner of Jed on Friday. What's your What's your first take on the situation with Jed? With Jed, because it was one of those deals where you know you kind of invite a friend to a parcel that you've done the work on to get permission of. <laughs> you bring a guy out to hopefully help you drag a deer out, and uh, I mean, geez, he's walking off the property with a one fifty plus. 
inch buck. Do you feel a little bit different about this, or how you feeling? The only thing I feel different about is, you know, like, he had to send the combine my way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't I mention mean, that. When it left I, my field, it went to Jared's. Uh-huh. Turn your phone he off. Le- left his field, went right to mine, and I was like, oh, how lucky is Jed right now? He's got a fresh pick cornfield and two hours left of dark. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a recipe for success for him, I guess, but good for him. And, I mean, I, I don't – you take a friend out there, you expect him to kill the biggest buck on the property, especially Jed, because he's got a lucky horseshoe. <laughs> there uh, it is. He kind of does, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, like, put him on the coldest trail and he makes it hot. But so he, it works. I mean, he's been putting some – he's been putting time in, though, so – this was like his. This was like his public land grind and his other grind just happened to, and and I know you've been grinding on the same property for a couple of years now. So it's like, I know you've had a lot of. You've passed a lot of deer the last couple of years. Yeah, I passed a lot of deer. A guy can only do that so much, and then he finally breaks. <laughs> Especially because your buddy kills a deer that you wouldn't have passed probably at all. Absolutely. So was your mindset maybe a little altered heading into Saturday morning? I mean, if a guy has a buck sitting in a truck bed and you have a chance to shoot a really nice buck and take a picture with him, you're going to do it. Yeah, you have to do it. I mean, like, that's like, you got to double up. Yeah, you have to. Well, here's the deal. He didn't do it last year. He had a chance to shoot a buck bigger than I did last year, like literally 10 minutes after I shot mine. And you know what he did? He passed that deer. And then you know what he did? He ate his buck tag. So he, he wasn't about to let that happen two years in a row. Nope. Why? I was having flashbacks. Good and then I was also day. having flashbacks last year when I passed the first 130-inch deer that walks by me and then go, wow, that was the best deer I had a chance at all season. That was <laughs> dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've had two years of that, haven't you? Five. Yep. Passed pass the first 130 of of you know the late part of October and oh, you just oh my god we're having technical difficulties technical difficulties technically Taylor's having difficulties hey man Did you press the end button yep the end button got pushed <laughs> all right so you so I know last year and the year before that how long have you been hunting this property you've had a few years of where you've been pretty selective on it right yeah, we're talking probably, this is probably the fourth or fifth season on it. I think this is Jed's third. Yep. Jed's third, and so it'd be, it'd be my fifth, because I hunted it two years before. And you guys actually thought this was a different buck initially, or? We thought it was a different buck that I had on trail camera that's really similar, until... We realized that his is the mainframe eight with a split. And that and that one's a ten. And that one's a ten. The characteristics are slightly different, but same family tree. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So Saturday morning comes. What'd you end up doing? Saturday morning comes, and you know I'm sitting on the couch with Jed because he decided to set his alarm for four, like he was going to be a big time hunter and go out. But he didn't have buck tag, so I, I already kind of sensed that he was just going to drink coffee and sit on the couch. 
and wait for me. But uh, he convinced me because we, you know, while we're sitting on the couch talking, 4.30 rolls around, and this buck shows up on trail camera. First time I've ever seen it. And I said, Jed, I would kill that. He goes, well, you should probably go to that stand and kill it then. I'm thinking, no way that deer's in that wood still because he was going out towards the field on my camera. So I'm get, I get there at about, oh, what was that, around 6. I make sure I, you know, kind of drive up and down the road a few times to make sure I was noisy enough to spook everything out of the field. Okay, and that's a veteran I move. The sun, I use the moonlight to walk in, and I get all the way to, like, 10 yards from my tree, and all of a sudden I hear deer walking. And I'm like, uh-oh. So I grab the Woodhaven Ninja Grunt Tube. Which is the most real grunt tube I've ever heard in my life. Which is mine, by the way. I just go, and then I just walk to my stand like a deer. Hurry up, get to it, climb up. (laughs) (laughs) Hit the top of my tree. Were you on all fours like a deer? Literally standing there with my backpack on, and I hear a deer underneath me going, (laughs) snorting. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, that thing came right in. And it was downwind to me because I kept dropping milkweed from Wyoming out of my pocket. And uh, God, transplanting invasive species to Wisconsin, you freak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, well, Jim told me that, uh, what do you say, when me and Ted were talking to him a long time back, he said that there's a milkweed shortage and there's, what is it, a hundred... What do you say, Jed? Yeah, it was like 500 bucks per pod. And I'm like, dude, I know how to become a fucking rich man if that's the case. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay. It ended up, ended up not being worth anything. But I'm, uh, you know, checking the, the scent, and then all of a sudden daylight comes. And I thought the deer, like, bedded or something, but it must have circled down in the ditch. Daylight comes, I, I rattle do a snort weave, wait 15 minutes, rattle again, do another snort weave, and then literally at 40 yards, this buck's standing there making a scrape, coming towards me. And I'm like, I look at him with binoculars instantly, I'm like, oh, yep, that's him, I'd shoot him. And he takes a different trail away from me, trying to get downwind. As soon as he, like, starts, move, starts that motion, I instantly grunt and start wheeze he looks back and there's another buck coming down the trail and he must have thought it was him that grunted so he spins right around goes towards him and then decides to take the trail towards me hits about 25 yards does a <laughs> you see like the steam blow out of his nose oh that was a beautiful adrenaline. morning too oh yeah adrenaline spikes it was a good morning he paws the ground like a bull coming at me gets all the way to 10 steps kind of like glances up at me and that's when you know like i learned in wyoming that you can't make eye contact with the deer because i did that in wyoming and he busted quick so i'm like trying not to look at him (laughs) dude for some reason i came to that realization recently too i don't know why i've heard of people saying that or you just constantly squint your eyes i did the i would i had the same thing when i was looking at a, a doe was underneath me uh, last week, I was like, I will not look at you in the eye. <laughs> that was that's so weird, but I, don't, I haven't like verbal, I haven't like talked about that because I didn't, I can't really put words to it, but you just did. Yeah, like I literally looked them in the eye and they just bust in. Yeah, like, it's so weird. 
And so I did look him in the eye, and I'm thinking, <laughs> all right, if he comes, you know, forward a few more steps, there's a tree in front of me I can draw back and shoot him. And I was like, I didn't want to take that hard quarter and two shot. And so I waited, and he just turns to, like, take the hard turn, and he just starts standing on his back legs and jumping up to the highest limb, trying to make, like, a, a really high scrape. And I was, like, instantly picturing Jed bear hunt in my mind. <laughs> shot that one when he was reaching into a bucket. Yeah. And I'm like, I can shoot this deer standing on his back legs. And then I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do that. I let, him, I let him put his front paws down. As soon as he sick. put his front hooves down, sent the arrow, drilled him. He never even left sight, and I'm calling Jed. I'm like, Jed, Jed, I just killed a buck. Get in your truck. Come pick me up. <laughs> it's dead. So was it the buck on trail camera? Oh, yeah, 100%. That's awesome. That's like the first time I've ever like, had a trail, you know, like a, a cell cam show me that, like, this buck was here and then kill him, like, you know, three hours later. It's a fair one to do, though. How many times you get yeah. cell cam pictures at, like, an hour before light or two hours, and you're like, that thing is just mingling around in here. You're going to run into him at daylight. Yep. Oh, and it was daylight, too. Like, just daylight. Because he called me at 7, or at, like, 10 after 7. And when I saw my phone ringing and it was Jared, I'm like, oh, come on now. <laughs> Only one reason to be doing this. <laughs> but Yep. Yep. It's really important that access. Got to feel nope. good about your access to do stuff like that. You obviously got away with it. What using the field? Well, just getting. Obviously, you got in there. Yeah. It's like barely. that's half the battle right now. When you when you start hunting these mornings, it's like half the battle is like, can you get to that fucking tree without wrecking the hunt? Yeah. <laughs> and this is like this is one of the like I my past you know like time hunting that spot. I said to Jed, like, every time I walked in here, because normally I just sit with a climber so then, like, I can change up spots all the time. And I'm like, every time I walk in there with a climber, it's like I get, like, halfway in and a deer blows, and then I see nothing in the morning. Or, like, I don't see a deer till like, 9, 10 o'clock when they're doing their second movement. And uh, Jed's like, well, you hang a stand really close to the edge, and hopefully that works. So I was only, like, you know, 20 yards into the woods. Right. Not on the field edge, but, you know, first they got that thick line that's kind of like brushy and then like op right where it opens up the first time. That's where that stand is. And there's just that, you know, easy access in an early morning like that paid off. Because if I probably went 15, 20 yards further into the woods, there's no way that deer would have for sure figured out that it wasn't another deer up there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like those... Um... I like the climber idea too because even that scenario, or with the with how Jed hunts with the saddle, you don't use the saddle then, Jared. No, I God, I figured you would, you little monkey freak. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like that first initial, while you're walking in the dark, if you could get to like that inside edge, ten to twenty yards inside the field edge, and just hold, like say you're on a ridge system. And then if you hold tight and then, like, nothing goes on, like, you could push 100 yards back in, you know, after, yeah. like, the first hour. I've done that before. And it's, like... Like, set, I've like set I preset stands for that before. 
I was stalking my tree stand like if I was stalking a shade pocket with a deer in it in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. I was literally like, step, <clears throat> wait. Step, wait another five minutes. And I'm like, man, it's getting daylight quick, but I'm like, if I rush this, there's a good chance that, you know, I blow everything out or something figures out that I'm walking louder than a deer in the woods. You and Jed both did stuff that... I know for a fact I've made mistakes in the past, and most likely you guys have too, Since then that's the reasons why you didn't do it this time. But with you not calling and panicking, and, like, I'm talking to Jed right now, Jared, the way he didn't, yep. the way he didn't like, panic grunt, because I feel like a lot of times you feel like you have to do that mm-hmm. when a buck's walking away from you. And then with Jared just oh. taking the extra step to go psychotically slow and intentional about every step even though it's pitch black and it seems everything is it's completely not to logic to do that because the sun is literally rising you've seen light come to the sky well no jared gets in super early i know that but that but even if it isn't even if it's pitch black that's still in the back of your mind like Mm -hmm. everything seems like a rush in the morning to get in to get set to just have that have that feeling of sitting down being like i'm done and it's still dark Mm -hmm. like that's the best feeling right but in that period of time from getting from your vehicle to that spot, so much fucking game in there. That's why hunting's and crazy. I, I was, like, later than I've ever been. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because you were seeing light. Like, normally, yeah, normally I like to be, like, you know, like a solid 45 minutes in the darkness. Yeah, that is a good feeling. And, like, this time I was, like, 15, and, like, I could see with the moonlight – I never used the light, and I, like, could see with the moonlight, and, like, that last, like, slow walk took me an extra, like, 15 minutes to walk, you know, literally 20 yards. Yeah. Jared, do you think if you were doing a hanging hunt, that would have worked that morning, or was, like, the fact that 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 hang-on was there? That preset tree stand being just inside the woods was definitely a difference maker, because that that deer would have I think that was him that was you know below me before daylight and he just circled and he was milling in there and I think if I would have done a hanging set if I made any kind of tink or clink he would have been gone because where I could hear him it was probably only like 30 40 yards away yeah that's so awesome though like when you get into a tree and you can still hear deer moving around like damn near well in your case in bow range like, God, that's awesome. In bull range, and I could just hear him, like, sniffing and snorting on the ground. Like, not really, like, snort wheeze or anything, but, like, that, you know, like, you hear a buck breathing, and you're like... Oh, While you're in the stand? Like, yeah, I was standing in my stand with my backpack on, like, don't take your backpack off, because that's too much noise. <laughs> that is just an incredible feeling. Because like, you almost feel like you made right it. There. Yeah, and but I you literally were... instantly texted Jed and was like, well made it here and literally can hear a deer walking around and i didn't hear one blow this is like the first time ever in here that that happens so you set a regular stand because jed yep. told you to or what convinced me yeah that i needed to because of the problem with busting everything out in the mornings yep every time i walk in there everything gets blown out and he's like well you're making too much noise when you come in. It's clearly that. 
Oh, and by the way, you have two stands sitting in my garage. I'll put them in my truck and meet you there. Let's put them up. <laughs> that too. That is very true. Also, Jared just fucking loves hunting fence lines, like property lines. And I convinced him this time to hang it on the actual rut sign. Like there was a, just a shit pile of scrapes right in that area. I was like, I know how much you really love hunting fence lines, Jared. But like, this is where the sign is. Also, you can get here really quietly. Like if you just need to hunt the fence line, bring your climber. But like, this is how you get in here quiet. Jed. I mean, totally against all my rules. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Like, as he's sitting up there, he's like, yeah, I mean, like, I kind of like it. Yeah, get rid of that branch right there. But, like, the problem is it's so far from the property line. Like, it just goes against everything I like. What's your What's your thought process on the property line thing? Well, it's greener grass on the other side. You just can't Clearly. control yourself, can you? It's just like a cow, you know, like. <laughs> you, you see the fence stop and you're like, dude, look how green that clover is over there. Yeah, that's why I let if them I move every day. That, yep. That's why your cows are trying to, you know, <clears throat> get out and move all the time. That's why I move them every day. Yeah, they need that greener grass. They get it too. And then if I don't let them do it, they start hollering at me. I walk by them and they start <laughs> screaming at me. Talking shit. All right, Jared, great storytelling. We appreciate your time. We got to get to the next story because there's been more people killing right. bucks, I guess. Um, you know, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> hey, we appreciate it. He's been waiting to say that line for weeks. Oh, it's a great line. Classic line. It feels Robert. like the first time. Little Bart. Yeah. Little Bart Winkler. <laughs> Little REO Speedwagon. Yeah. Get oh, it right. Okay. You ever heard of him? Yeah. But that's from Silence. the Bart Winkler show. Jed, do you have any more questions for Jared? Nope. Good job, buddy. Nice job, man. Thanks, man. Hopefully I can be as cool as you someday. Yep, I hope so, too. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Meticulous, consistent, and they're there. That's what happens. Studs. Throwing bucks down. Back-to-back days. Oh, dude, it was a lot of a lot of deer in one truck bed. Oh, the old night morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's absolutely the best case scenario. You should have been in the scenario. tree with him. Yeah, I should have. What was that? You just wanted to sleep? Oh, I didn't sleep. I just, like, my coffee was nice, <laughs> and the couch was nice. And and he just shot a 150 classic. Yeah, and like my motivation was gone. I had a tiny bit of a headache. I feel like I feel like a motivation should like a hangover headache. Like a tiny bit of one, yeah, a little bit. Like not as bad as I like. I did two that night. Yeah. God damn. Two whiskeys, two beers. Oh. Whiskey, whiskey. Nah, I drink whiskey sometimes. We got the next caller in line. Yeah, he's ready. All right, so. Another person, so we had, oh, you're calling him right now. So Friday morning, our buddy Shane killed a dandy deer. Weston, uh, I don't know what he's doing right now. Yeah. Shane, you there? <laughs> hey, how you doing, pal? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good, good. What's up, Shane? How's it going, Taylor? Thanks for having me on. Hey, bro, it's going well. Happy to have you on. Need to have, uh, 
giant buck killers like yourself on as much as we can. Got to keep the ratings up. We got, can't be having Weston on here all the time. <laughs> yeah. Weston needs to get in the woods, I think. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. I mean, come on. An outside caller comes in, and the first thing they do is attack me. No. Call out your hunting motivation. My God. Hey, that landed. Good start. Yeah. So what's the deal, man? How? So we it was a Friday morning hunt. You came back, yeah. or you 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 living up in Winona, so you have to travel back to where you're hunting. And yep. um, when did you get back? Thursday, or you came back Friday morning before your hunt? Tell us uh, the story. Thursday night. Thursday night, I got back pretty late, and uh, been game planning on this buck for quite some time, and. Uh, yeah, I had a good feeling about going into a spot, and I just made it happen. Describe the spot for us, or describe so this bucket. Um, Cheryl yeah, can't pictures of it. Yeah, so uh, this buck showed up late last last year, late season. Um, I thought he was a three and a half, uh, nothing special, and uh, he ended up showing up this year, August twentieth, for the first time, and uh, he was obviously full grown, you know, in velvet, and. Uh, what he put on was pretty insane to me. Um, what I believe was probably a four and a half right now still. And uh, so I had game plans to hunt him uh, early season. He was daylighting a lot. Kind of thought I was going to get it done like opening weekend, but uh, he ended up leaving. The last picture I had was uh, September 16th in the area that he had been. And uh, he, ended up, he ended up showing back on uh, October 9th, about a mile away on a permission property that we just started hunting this year. So did you go so, get that? You go get permission because of uh, how close it was to the main farm you were hunting, and you were just curious, or? Yeah, uh, honestly, uh, just more land to hunt. Uh, me and Breton uh, needed just some more land, so uh, we just got permission on this land, and he happened to show up about a mile away. So. <laughs> so you weren't getting like normal like other bucks that you had on the other place over there. It was just kind of random. Yeah. That is an awesome. Little tidbit. Yeah, I did. I put in your pocket for that area. That's cool. Right. Yeah, it's across the road, and it's about a mile, I would say. So when he when when we saw him over there, I was like, oh wow, it's go time now. (laughs) And uh, he ended up daylighting on uh, October sixteenth in an area uh, northwest wind, and uh, this is actually the area I killed him in. And uh, on Friday, the day I hunted, it was northwest wind. That's went into my game plan to kill him um brenton had been hunting this deer from the bottom for about two weeks before uh i was i was able to get in and actually hunt him so uh yeah uh, he was hunting the fringes he saw him once and uh just never could get it done and uh yeah i guess he was at work and i was like hey man you mind if i go in after this deer and uh yeah we, he said yeah and we uh, made a little game plan and did you steal your buddy's buck, dude? <laughs> no, dude. Jesus, it almost sounds like you're trying to like make up excuses for why you shot it. <laughs> no, it's you know he was he'd been hunting it so. Well, Jed robbed one of his buddies of a buck on Saturday or Friday night, so I was wondering if was <laughs> twas the weekend. It was the weekend just to rob people. Oh, bucks. there was a lot of bucks being robbed. Oh, and then, Weston, oh, 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 and then Weston. Oh, Weston just had a cla- uh, just a casual 190 shot at his doorstep. <laughs> And crushed his soul. 
I saw that. What <laughs> yeah, they said they said they said it's rough scoring at 190. So that's pretty crazy. Anyways, all right, back to yours. Uh, back to yours. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Thursday we made a game plan, and uh, since he daylighted in this area with a northwest wind, um, I knew I needed to get in there, and uh, we had the perfect weather for it. It was what south winds with a like a rain front and then friday was yep switched back over to the north yeah it was really really crisp and i didn't have a stand in this spot but uh this year i went mobile uh, hunting some public land in minnesota so i had a i have a system with a with a lightweight stand and uh yeah i was able to so i guess i didn't access it from the bottom which was i think a big thing i came in from the top and snuck in about an hour and a half to two hours early just because i had to hang the set i knew if i could get in there without spooking many deer i could uh i would be in the right spot and and we're talking about like a really frosty low wind like it must have been like fucking like pin well i'm sure that that's part of the jared story too was it must have been pins and needles in there oh yeah yeah it was it was slow steps for sure and i spooked deer going in I spooked a doe. She blew at me, but I chalked it up to being in there early. And yeah. he might have heard it. He might have not. But it was so damn quiet. I can't believe he didn't hear it. And I'm guessing it's just, you know, it, I shot him at 840 uh, in the morning. So it's it had been already three hours. He must have forgot about it. Or he's just off on a different knob and just happened to not hear it. Or it was off. It was a... Uh... Dist or a noise off in the distance. Didn't really think about it. Right. I, I, I don't that's, know what it was. That's big on that. Like so, eight forty. So you're like hour after, well, hour and a half after like shooting time. What was shooting time lately? Like I seven. Yeah, seven oh two on Saturday morning. Still seven. Yeah. Yeah. So you're an hour forty after shooting time. Mm-hmm. Something yeah, who about knows, that. Like who knows how far away he could have been. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He could have been cruising from well, that's ways, just, but no. Right. But there's something to that. Getting in early and very I, meticulously. So I always think about that too, those bucks, because you always see those like four, four-year-olds and five-year-olds jump on their feet after the first initial like melting of frost, and it happens right. to be right around the like hour, hour and a half, two-hour time frame. It's like when that first, when the sun actually gets up, hits the ground, and you see some melting. It's like I always feel something with bigger bucks moving then. So that, yeah, that would that would be consistent with that right around that time. That's cool. So then. So he came just strolling India, huh? Picture perfect, or what was the deal? So, yeah, I got up in early, like I said, and it was pretty quiet at, like, right at daylight, but um, I did have a young three-and-a-half snortwees come through, and he bedded down about shooter. 70 yards, 80 yards from me and laid there for Oh, you mean a Weston shooter? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't a bad buck. I mean, some people would be really happy with him, but. That was a Weston trophy. That's a no yeah. doubter. It's not a shooter. That's a no doubter. I got. I saw the video. It's a no doubter. Nice. Well, that's yeah. cool. That that's good. That's well. Start your morning off right. Yeah, and he he bedded down like seventy yards, so I could you know keep an eye on him and you know watch what he's seeing because you know if he sees something, I'm gonna I'm he's gonna see something or smell something before I am. So yeah, that's smart. And then uh, yeah, he he didn't lay there for ten minutes, and all of a sudden he just got up and ran up the hill so i'm like huh there might be a big buck in the area that's like instantly what i thought because he's 
he's dipping. And I know that other buck, is, the buck I'm chasing, is, he's betting in here somewhere. And, uh, yeah, so I sat there. It was probably 40 minutes after this. I got out the horns and uh, rattled as hard as I possibly could. And I think what I think ended up happening was he was betting close. And what he just, I, I was in his cage and he got mad and got up and, yeah, he was on a mission to come fight. So his hair was standing up. When I saw him, it was probably 60 yards away. And, yeah, he came right in. I didn't have no time but to get my camera on and stand your full back. Oh, you got it on footage? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Good for you. Congratulations. Yeah, appreciate it. It was I never held in a deer, but that was it's a heck of a feeling. That's amazing. So where where can we where will we see the footage at? Uh YouTube. <clears throat> I'll be uh I'll be editing up here. I'm gonna hunt in Minnesota. I got a public land tag, but I'll be editing on my free time trying to get that out as soon as possible. Alright. What's the page called? Bluffside Pursuit. Bluffside Pursuit on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. <clears throat> Anywhere else? TikTok? Oh, we haven't been on TikTok in a while. But. I know. It's like that. I, I was slipping around on TikTok a little bit, and then you just like forget about it. Right. Yep. It's tough. We tough to stay some... in all those things. Yeah. It was fun for a while, but maybe we'll get back on there, but I kind of doubt it. Hey, you got some. So what did you film it with? Self-filmed. What yep. kind of camera you have? Uh, I have a Sony a7 III. Oh, my. A DSLR. Jed, can you imagine that? No. Is it good? Do you feel good about the footage? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it happened so fast, but he came through. and. So, A7, like, autofocus or what? Yep. Pretty impressive. My DSLR would not be able to handle that. I had the legs were shaking, and I had the cold fingers. You know, they move slow. (laughs) That's awesome, man. So, uh, yeah. what's the plan for the rest of the year? Then you guys, you traveling at all? Just Minnesota public? Yeah, I'll be hunting Minnesota public and uh, filming Brenton. So nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You owe him since you stole a buck from him. If you had to ask permission <laughs> for people to hunt here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be all right. Nice. There's some well, more bucks around. So let's just let's describe the deer a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, I need to look at it and I'll describe it. <laughs> yeah, you better at describing. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little gant. It's a it's take a, a little ganter over to. Main well, I think it's gander, gander with a d. A trent. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you ever heard of a? It's I a. Can uh, say however you want to say it. It's a. Yeah, I mean you say scenario fucked up, so you might as well uh, say scenario ganter is pronounced the way I pronounce <laughs> it. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, it's a mainframe eight, <clears throat> similar to Jed's. All right. <laughs> We have another beautiful mid-tone brown <laughs> southwestern Wisconsin driftless buck here. Mainframe eight-pointer G2 skying towards the blue sky. <laughs> Browtine's leaning back a little bit. A nice rounded left side with a little kicker to make it a nine-pointer instead of an eight. And a looks like possibly bladed left side three while having... 
points carry, I don't know, it's so hard to tell on pictures. I don't know. I would say like 7 to 10 inches on the 2s and 3s. But it looks like maybe a little bladed G3 on the left side. What do you got going on over there? The G2 is yeah, like 13. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got 13 inch 2s. And uh, he's got a oh, little wow. Yeah, he's got a kicker off his two. Oh, he's got a kicker off the two. He's got a little <laughs> goddamn. He's got a little coat hook. He's got a coat hook right off his G two. His left side G two has a little coat hook. You could hang a full size jacket on that. That's a cool deer. That's a cool deer. Did you put a little tape measure to him? Not saying that it matters, but Jed did kill a mainframe eight two. So let's see who wins. <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been scored yet. But. Oh my god, what are you waiting to like drive? Good it for out? you. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. I feel like a loser having put a tape measure to mine already. Well, what else? I mean, it's just a it's just like a I don't know that interesting little thing to do. Yeah. Shane, did I show you the one Jed shot? Um, I was talking to Mitch this morning. He sent me it. Oh, oh okay. All right. Yeah, we have to put it on. We have to put it up. So yeah, I know. Because Weston doesn't know how to post stuff. I'm posted the last one. I'm excited to hear about Jed's. Jed's buck too. Yeah, well, this will be episode 110. It'll be alive probably in like an hour. So awesome. Jed's story is <clears throat> just before yours. But thanks, thanks for calling in, man. Congrats. Yeah, That's pretty awesome. Let us know when the when the videos come out, and we'll make sure to share it around. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, and good luck to you guys the rest of the season. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Another success story. Beautiful. Another, I mean, another just dream hunt. Sounds mm -hmm. like. Yeah. It's awesome. That's what happens. You get in the stand, things happen. Weston, the first fucking thing that guy says, <laughs> the first thing is you should probably get in the stand more. All right. Okay. I mean, just a straight attack. For a guy your... that was in the stand fucking three times this weekend. Yeah. How many times were you in a stand, Taylor? Twice. Huh. That's more than I thought. I assume zero. They were distance stands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one was a vehicle stand. No, I actually like, sat in like a box blind one night, and then I sat like in a, a field, like a fence row one night. Yeah, Shane, it's really easy when you're a single male. Oh my god! Here we go. No, my my problem this weekend was I have dead north wind, and it fucks up this place. Yeah. Huh? I have no good way. I don't have feel good. Have a well, real and, good way to hunt. Yeah, it. And, and then we actually have a northeast, which is almost the worst because everything. I want like this. Yeah. Everything's blowing into like the yep. main section of the farm. And that's what Shane said. He said he <clears throat> pretty much stayed out of there until he knew he had a north northwest wind just because of trail cam picture yeah. history of daylighting pictures. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd say and mine seemed to be more south based. Which which it And I just pulled all the trail cameras like I didn't miss anything. I didn't miss any of the big ones. Um. Yeah, I'm dealing with the whole like vacationing from this area for the new beautiful cut cornfields that they're probably plowing their face with. The does are definitely plowing their face with. Yeah. Because I've had a way dr big drop down on doe pictures. So, and that tells me that we need we need to do a little couple morning sets mm -hmm. coming up this next weekend. Cause I think there's, I mean, there's probably still bedding in here, but I'm not getting pictures of them until middle of the night. I'm almost, I'm getting more pictures late, more or early, like 
hour or two before dark or light morning shots right now. <clears throat> I'm, I'm kind of up in the air. I don't really know what's going to happen. A lot, a lot like, like I said, a day, two days, three days is so much right now. Yeah. So much can change. Like, I don't have a, I don't feel good about really anything right now, but that could really change pretty quickly. I feel a little bit decent. Um, ever since the big dog was killed, a buck that we had quite a bit this summer has actually been around now the last couple nights. Yeah, you're going to start mean, seeing some new bucks. I mean, still dark, but like, it was, oh, I guess it was like 4.30 <clears throat> um, last night. 4 30 p.m. this morning excuse me oh, this say, uh, yeah, like, oh, that's a daylight daylight but uh, no okay. a.m sorry God. this morning can you even tell a story right <laughs> yeah shane you don't gotta come on here and start attacking come on it's valid no i i'll be honest with you yeah I, I have not been hunting as much as but i don't know this last weekend hurt i had a lot of stuff to get done well like in, in, all, in all reality, like, if your goal is to kill a buck off of one property, like, you got to hunt, hunt it really fucking smart. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So it's a weird goal. I don't know if I've 100% committed to it, but it kind of seems like I have. I just drove on that on the, on the farm that I usually hunt today, and it's like I felt nothing. It seems like I saw you some have scrapes. Com- I didn't even look at them. It seems like you have committed to hunting. That's so time. weird to me. It is weird. God damn, is that weird to me? But I'm like half-ass dealing with like just a general issue that I might have, <laughs> <laughs> or I have like a negative feeling towards it right now, for whatever reason. I'm trying to work through that. Oh, well, good luck. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. But it's gonna be a fucking crazy couple weeks here. This weather is lining up. Yeah. As good as you could ask. The time of the year and the weather is really going to get you, uh, hopefully get you. Yeah. My plan right now is I'm essentially stepping away from all of my most, most of my responsibilities after Thursday. I'm timing that Wednesday, Thursday Rams going to be like a psychopath for the next couple of days. And then I'm going to buckle down and kill something. Wes is peeing again? Yeah, he must I mean, be. He's been peeing. Oh, he's pregnant. <laughs> That's all I got, though. Wes, you got anything else? Oh, I'm good. Oh, what, what's new? <laughs> Do we have anything else we need to attack him about? I don't, I don't really remember. No, he's not, like, here anymore, so. That was a good episode. Episode 110. Congrats, Jed. Jed's a stud. Puts him down. Now he's kind of in la-la land. What? Oh, wait. Explain. If your deer comes back. Oh, sure. So, apparently not everybody is, like, up on the CWD testing deal. Not me. In this state. Um, so, if you shoot a buck and it tests positive for CWD, you get your tag back. But it's not only good for archery season, it's good for gun season. And next year, for both. Hmm. <clears throat> it's just... A replacement tag. But you also get, like, more rights with it then. Yeah. So if you, if it comes back to CWD, is that buck tag then only for archery? No. 
So you could kill two bucks during gun season. Yep. Jesus. Or you could kill two bucks during. So they were literally rewarding you for a CWD positive. <sighs> kind of. Kind of. It's it's good until the end of next year, and it's good for either weapon. That's so crazy. It is. You, it's you, had, your, you had yours tested? I turned in the nodes. Yeah, I don't know if it. Oh, like okay. I don't know. So why don't you walk through yet. the process of how you tested? Um. Quick. So there's like 24-hour kiosks uh, spread across the state. Okay, where'd you go in Warren Vernon County? Uh, the Nelson Agri Center. Nice. Has one. Yeah. Um. So I turned. Uh, I cut the nodes out. Like, you can just turn in the whole head. So that way, like, you don't have to take them out yourself. Um, I'd never done it, so I had, like, I FaceTimed Jake and Alex to have them tell me where it was because they've done it piles of times, being from Dane County. Shout out, Alex. Um, oh, I was supposed to tell you something last Are we time. having a you Halloween did. party last this week, week or you what? Told me she's a better hunter. No, no, no. It was something new because she, she actually <coughs> shot one saturday night she had another one that that they didn't find <laughs> so oh. so she wants to tell you that uh maybe i can't she, i can't remember maybe exactly. she's not as good as she thinks yeah i it, it was Talking something shit but a I, little I, early I little karma alex should have seen his face when she's like he shot she shot another <laughs> one i know i was very disappointed in myself but happy um, for her well, but not be. happy now yeah no very she's, sad she's disappointed in herself now too yeah why well, didn't kick a person when they're down huh yeah mm. asshole yeah, grow so a pair i learned from the best um <laughs> so anyways uh turn turn the lymph nodes in um apparently they like sent them off somewhere to have them biopsied and then yeah if it's how if easy it's is it to cut out the lymph nodes easy once you know like where what? they are and yeah. what you're looking for like it's not hard at all so, so where are you, they so then what you they're like up under the the chin front jaw yeah they're like, so what you put they're in about there, where you, your yours, yours would be, yeah. like yeah. if you were to like right feel them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah, and uh, that's why you always grab Weston and make him chug beers. No, that was on the shoulder. <laughs> Hook him right underneath his, his yeah, uh, the old, jawline, the clavicular claw. Yeah, no, would you? Cla- yeah, clavicle. Both. I like to do both. No, you never want Not to chug the, the beers. You never went under the jaw to make me chug a beer because I wouldn't be able to chug it. Yeah, that'd be weird if you did the ma- mandibular claw. It was like this thing here. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But he did it then. He'd be like, chug your beer, you person. <laughs> I don't like the words he used for person, but we're just yeah. going to use person. You sure. very nice human. <laughs> you equal level friend. <laughs> oh. Well, good, Jed. I'm glad he tested it. I'm glad that the state put some uh, protocol in place to... Jed's only doing it just to get a different tag. Well, and different. most people will. That's the point of yeah, these type of things. that is the reason that they do it, um, To get it tested. Hope it doesn't, like, get weird and people, it, like, somehow can fudge that. I hope not. I don't know. I'm sure people have already tried. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be I'm gonna be straight up honest. It, like, if they're offering me another buck tag, I'm going to get every buck I kill tested. 100%. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. It'd be oh, yeah. foolish. I probably to. will too, honestly. Yeah. I'll probably go the next. Le- I is have it, okay. I have the last few years. Is but. it any deer? Or yeah. Just- well, yeah. Any Like, you can test any deer, but so like, if, you, if, if you, you shoot a doe. If you test a doe, do they send you a different doe tag? I don't. I would assume so. I guess I don't know. Okay. 
That'd be crazy if they rewarded you with. Well, that'd be another. Well, they already give you no tags for. I know that, but what if they rewarded you a buck tag for a positive CWD test? I have not oh. heard of that. I know that, but that would make sense. Yeah. Think about the logic. Think about the idea behind well, people this. People would just start shooting a bunch of does. Like, you then... give us a CWD positive test. Like, you are, we want you to kill another thing in yeah. that same area. Well, they're just really trying to wrangle up the, figure out what's going on. Well, I think it's more like, they want I don't think they figure it out anymore. It's like, it's probably over on the figuring out thing. Well, yeah, they're just trying to see where it's prominent. at. No, I think we have to just get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. It's like a light way of saying, like, we're, we're eradicating. Just keep killing. Yeah, I mean, that concerns me in some ways, but I don't know. There aren't going to be that many, I don't think, here. Not compared to the, in some places, but maybe we're going to see. It's, we're going to get way different numbers now. Alrighty. Weston, anything else? No. Oh, surprise. I'm good. Episode 110, it's in the books, best week of the year. Good luck.